1: Hello everybody and welcome to the third series of The Human Podcast, a place to hear extraordinary human stories that celebrate the limitless potential of human beings. This podcast is dedicated to honouring our experiences of transformation, our ability to live through, live with and beyond the inevitable devastations and renewals of living. So often, our personal stories of tragedy and survival are left untold hidden behind the facade of ordinary life. Human has been created to make them more seen, more heard, and more celebrated. Because I believe within them, we can all feel more connected to our shared humanity. So if the world is feeling like a dark or difficult place, join us and let your heart be ignited by the fire of the human spirit. Sonia Gisa is a model, an actress, and author of the extraordinary memoir, Slaughter Baby. Sonia was born in Rasenga, Rwanda, when she was three years old in 1994. She and her family lived through the 100-day Rwanda genocide that from the 7th of April to the 15th of July that year saw the murder of over 1.1 million Rwandan people, including the assassination of her beloved father and the passing of her baby brother. Sonia is now an international model and actress living in London. Her experience tells the story of our human capacity for terror, courage, resilience, love and forgiveness in a way I've personally never had the privilege to encounter before. Sonia's story is one of profound grief and loss, but most fundamentally of survival, both in the most literal sense And also in terms of the survival of the soul of a person who sees the world still in all its beauty and wonder, even after having lived through and beyond one of the most unspeakable human atrocities in modern history. So I can just say on behalf of myself and our listeners today, Sonia, what an absolute total privilege it is to have this time with you. I know you are so busy. (laughs) jet setting around the world so just thank you thank you for being with us um I just wanted to say how much it means to me on a personal level and 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 to our listeners to have this this very special time with you and um so Sonia I've, I've heard you say before um I asked myself how did a little girl born born in a small village in Rwanda get here and so I was wondering where is here
2: where are you and how are you today uh, that's my question, uh, actually. Um, first of all, I would like to thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak to your audience as I'm always happy to share my story with whoever can be touched by uh, what I went through. So, uh, if you ask me if how a girl born in that small village you know in my village um I could pass one month without seeing a car passing there was no road where cars would pass and uh I learned to appreciate little things uh that were surrounding me uh, nature animals um I used to look after our cows so that's how I grew up um connecting with um nature with with what was uh, around me also, I could not ignore what was um, around me in terms of um, um, the historical side of, um, of things, what the country went through in 1994, which is the genocide, um, despite what the everyday life, it's unfortunately something that was part of our everyday life. You go out, you see a neighbor, and that neighbor is someone maybe who killed your cousin, <laughs> and you have to to live together. So it's that was part of my everyday life. I cannot. Mm. Some people tell me, "Oh, we cannot even imagine how you you have been able able to." overcome that or to live with that but I don't know how to live otherwise Mm. that's all I know that's what is normal for me Mm. so I grew up I grew up that way (laughs) having many many nightmares (laughs) trauma crisis and um, yeah it was not easy when I talk about it I tend to to be quite uh, emotional Growing up, being scared about many, many things, uh, thinking that ghosts are going to come to get me, but those ghosts was also the people I loved. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So being scared of the ghosts coming to get you as a child, but knowing, oh, actually I would like to talk to those ghosts because those ghosts might be um, my father who died, um, Mm -hmm. my aunt and... (laughs) Oh darling, it's okay. It's okay. And my uncles, so on one side I want to let go, but I don't want to let go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because letting letting go means that they are not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But I want to I want to, to have them. Mm. So yeah, that was the most challenging. <laughs>
1: We never need to let go of the ones that we've loved and the ones that we have lost, you know, ever. And mm-hmm. you know, I think um you know I think grief and loss feels infinite because our our love for our loved ones is infinite too, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think grief feels eternal yes. because yes. because and, love and is you eternal. Both want
2: to? Uh, I think I didn't want to. <laughs> they say that love is the only thing that um, can travel through time. So every time mm-hmm. you think about that person you love, you loved, it is as if that person is there. You are with that mm-hmm. person, not physically but spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in that uh, situation. Uh, I was not the only one. Uh, Rwandans or the Rwandans uh, went through that situation in one way or another mm. whether your parents uh, was killed or whether your parents was the one killing you have your own trauma as well because you have someone you love who is in, in prison I don't like to stay on one side and um think about my anger and saying oh you you uh, those people belongs to the families that did that because they are humans mm-hmm. as well and uh, they they can not feel good i cannot imagine how i will feel if um, my parents did something horrible but uh, myself i'm not mm-hmm. and i get judged because of what my parents or my brother or si- sisters did, mm. and I tried to to have some kind of compassion for <laughs> for everybody. Mm. It's not easy. No. Uh, so after that, uh, I grew up um, accepting what it is. Uh, I went to primary school, I went to secondary school. Uh, I I succeeded, everything went alright until I came to Europe and uh, I found modeling as a way of expressing myself, Uh, maybe expressing um, through my expression the emotions that I could not express. Mm. That was um, maybe inside me, but I could not express um, vocally. Mm. So I used my Body movements, <laughs> posing mm. to to express what I was feeling. So I started to find um, a way, some way of uh, for healing myself. Because the, there are some methods that are, are proposed uh, when you you go you have a, a crisis, a trauma crisis. You, know, you have a panic attack or something. You go to the Hospital, maybe they will give you some um, injections, and you will calm down. You will sleep, but mm. again, you will go home, and you will still have that uh, something that ter- torment, torment. <laughs> Am I saying yeah, it well? The <laughs> yeah, yeah perfectly. Yeah, torment the torment. In, yeah. in 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 your mind, and that's something that you are going to live with—it's uh, you and yourself. <laughs> mm. You you have to. I I understood that I had to find a way to to hear myself to fix myself. So I went through religion. I, I was angry against God. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if God exists, why he did that? Mm. Why he 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 just can permit these kind of things to happen mm. you know, when I haven't done anything bad? When those people haven't done anything bad? So um, even if I grew up in a religious family I completely rejected their the religion <laughs> I can
1: imagine it's hard it's I hard to... to read
2: the bible to try to find solutions I didn't find any but somehow I found some words what was uh, uh making me feel calm so I took that mm. and then I I started to interest myself in um, self help books mm. i started to take interest in some different kind of um, uh, spiritual uh, teachings yeah. uh, eastern uh, spirituality yeah. buddhism and uh, hinduism uh, muslim i tried to study as much as I, I could and understand what was good for me and did
1: you did you find in you know, in the wisdom of those yes. ancient teachings, was there things that provided comfort for you?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I I came to term that everything that uh, is um, the key of all those religions uh, and teachings is love. Mm. I think that uh, love and um, and peace. That's what we we are all. We all want, <laughs> even mm. if we want it in uh, different ways and we try to get it in a very, very weird way. I think if we, we can love and we can feel love, and we can be in love and in tune with nature, with others, with um, everything that uh, was created. Mm. Yeah, the universal love. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that's what I think uh also those teachings did help me to to understand to to look objectively in what i went through because not something bad is always you you see it as bad on the moment but when you you look at the wisdom that thing just sometimes you you you, you feel pain or you mm-hmm. you have difficulties and that thing is uh, coming to, to shake you, <laughs> to, yeah. to make you think, to, to make you uh, maybe go to a place where you, you will never go, yeah. uh, going d- deeper into yourself, to find uh, something that can make you stronger. Mm. And I believe to, I like to believe that uh, everything is, that happens to us is a gift. Not that it's a a gift. If um, you lose someone, it's not a gift, but uh, you can find a way to use it as a gift.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I mean, the the most incredible testament to that, Sonia, how out of these actually kind of earth-shattering experiences that can happen, somehow the human soul has an ability sometimes to turn the absolute unspeakable agony of those experiences into a seed it or into an ember from from a flame that you know you you tend to and you and you blow on that flame and you blow on that flame and from it something powerful can can grow you know and um I mean certainly my goodness everything that you're you're doing everything that you've done in your life is is a testament to to that Sonia in them in the most extraordinary way honestly that I've I've ever encountered in my life because because the the events that you're talking about you know really were some of the most unspeakable atrocities of of mod of modern time and so I'm I want to be careful not I think it's very important not to use kind of general generalised language about something which was actually very, very uniquely beyond a paradigm that most people would recognise as what trauma is. You know, we're talking about a whole generation of people who yes. whose families were directly involved in whether as victims or victims. You know, it's the cycle of victimhood in that experience led to the murders of... million people in three and a half months. It's just absolutely
2: unbelievable.
1: You know, just to kind of really center actually how exceptionally awe inspiring what you have done is because this is not (laughs) a trauma only on a personal level. You're also talking about this within the context of a huge national trauma that happened to your whole country, to all of your contemporaries. There wouldn't have been a person that you knew whose family hadn't been torn apart by the war and the scale of the genocide. And, you know, so there's a moment in your... When you describe... When you were, when you were studying at school um, and you were 14 and you were at a boarding school and there was a... What you described as a a triggering of of seas- yes. of seasonal trauma that happens yes, uh, for all the girls every in the school, every year every every, year. every April as April started to, to, to as as April came around there would be a, it would it would trigger a widespread um not just not just um not just a re-triggering of trauma but what you described as a kind of temporary emotional psychosis that yes. all of the girls in your ex- in your school would experience so that to the to the point where all the local hospitals didn't have any capacity because they were completely full with these young people who were having a profound profound um traumatic triggering as
2: the news uh, yeah yes it's uh, not only in schools uh in- yeah, in the month of April, they um, everybody goes to the memorial yeah. to to give to pay some tribute to honor the people, everybody who has been slaughtered, and um even everybody. You just have to hear one <laughs> song and uh, just bring you back. Mm. <laughs> uh, it's not that you feel sad; it's uh, because it just brings you back at the exact moment and um to express it mm. yeah, because i'm I'm not the the only one so yes uh those are you you cannot give therapy to everybody mm. in the country, so it's going to be generations and yeah. generations uh of uh, people who have some behaves or who feel a certain way because of some background mm. uh, story of uh, the genocide that some unresolved things, or it can also be, um, they say that it can be in your genes, when yeah. maybe generations after, you you don't know why you are traumatized, but maybe it's because your, your grandparents went uh, through something difficult. So those moments w- happened uh, every year, not only in the month of April and... Um, we just uh, hear people screaming, uh, the other students screaming, crying, and um, hiding. <laughs> uh, hiding because they they think, myself, I thought uh, someone was coming to kill me. <laughs> so when I say it, uh, I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Maybe it's my way to cope with it so you you think uh someone is coming to get you, and uh, e- even if someone tried to touch you to help you, you you don't want because you you think they oh they got me finally and uh I felt a very big responsibility uh it's not that i i i said one day oh i want to only to overcome that i I did feel um for the opportunity I was given. To have a journey ahead, to be able to come to Europe, mm. to maybe be able to have a platform and uh, to, to, to win those contests uh, in beauty pageant, to have a voice, mm. I did feel the responsibility to, to, to represent, mm. uh, to also um, try to, to, help, to do the things that if uh, the, the people I lost... They, they didn't have the chance to accomplish their dreams, so I have to do my best. Mm. I have to, to do what I, I can.
0: <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> okay.
2: I have to do my best uh, because this is, um, I'm blessed, this is a chance uh, I have. There are so many who would like to be alive, who are not, mm. so trauma or not, I, I have to, to, to do everything I can to, to, to do the maximum, to, to make them proud mm. <laughs> where they are looking upon me.
0: <laughs> Ready to pop the question? And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: There's so many sort of breathtaking things about your story and what you have, what you live with every single day and one of the really incredible things is how you have found a voice you know how you've managed to find the words to to speak the unspeakable experiences of your life and i mean that is it's it's just incredible in and of itself but Particularly so when you describe in your book how there was some some years of your life when you when you didn't when as a child that you didn't speak at all, um, and can you just you know I just wonder you know what is it that that has enabled you to to to, to, to 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 find that voice and and to be able to use it in this most incredible way i mean particularly yes when we think about this gorgeous little girl who didn't who didn't speak for a long time
2: uh, so you know just they they say that um, what makes uh, a star shine is uh, a big cloud of darkness so I think that point really made me even want to overcome to overcome it. If I, I um, okay, that time when I was a little girl, I cannot report it 100 percent because it's so far. Mm. But as long as I remember, um, when, uh, until my five, six years old, I was not speaking at all. Mm. Because my mother, while we were hiding in the bush, uh, I had um, a cord. That was going to be the reason why we would be found and killed if I made noise. Mm. So she had the wisdom to tell me, don't don't call, don't speak, don't do anything. Just be quiet. I was like, I'm sick I'm out there. Why I cannot... Talk, I didn't realize. I realized but I didn't realize mm. at the same time what was happening. She said I said, okay, okay then fine. So when can I speak? When can I be free? She said when Jesus comes back. So um according to the fact that we we used to pray a lot, I was like, yes, um. I will wait for Jesus to come back. So that went into the my subconscious of uh, a little girl, so I didn't speak again. Mm-hmm. And all the time after, nobody really noticed because everybody was busy with their own, were busy uh, building up our lives and um, moving around, coming back, finding something to eat, uh, something a shelter. Um, so... We They just noticed that after and uh, I had to start again to learn how to speak at the age of five. Uh, it's been difficult. Afterwards, I became very shy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, became very, I could not express myself. I, did, I believe that the back of my mind... Uh, I thought that I didn't have the right to to speak, and, because Jesus was not there yet. The time to understand that, even if I I understood that that was a trick, uh, to for us to be able to to stay alive, uh, subconsciously every time I face a stressful situation, uh, which I, I was freezing. Mm the town i, I started to learn uh, s- slowly step by step to 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 overcome my my fear of speaking low self confidence <laughs> and I believe that um being part of uh, some contest modeling contest mm-hmm. being in front of the camera. And, uh, going to compete, uh, for, uh, Miss Supranational Rwanda, uh, being able to, forcing myself to represent my country because that, that cause was bigger than me. Mm. I can do this for a big cause. And it made sense. If it's not personal, <laughs> it makes sense because you can break free. You can do big things for a bigger cause. Uh, not for personal interest or um, yeah, <laughs> I think you understand mm, what I mean, <laughs> I
1: so Sonny, you just have this in, this this completely mesmerizing way of 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 speaking about life with with such a sense of beauty and wonder, and it's just so it's just so unbelievable it's kind of awe inspiring to observe really when we think about the subject matter that we're talking about today and the depths of, of 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 terror and agony that that has that that you have lived through in your life and you know you you've you you started to lean into it a little bit before but i wonder you know what is what is it that leads you back to the belief in the goodness of humanity after you have s- experienced in the realest way possibly the most the most unspeakably horrific capabilities of humanity what what is it that's led you led you you know enabled you to still believe in all, in, all, in all the goodness that exists in this incredible way that you, you do?
2: If I remember well, uh, Gandhi, it's Gandhi who said, be the change, you want to be in the world. So growing up and um, seeing everything that has happened uh, in my country, and I didn't want it to, to, it to happen again, mm. I cannot do politics but from what I can do, from uh, what I think is my mission, I, I thought part of it would be maybe to, to be the, the incarnation of the goodness and uh, the forgiveness and the resilience and the love <laughs> I want to see around me. Because if, uh, if I decide to do it, and someone else decides and uh, another person decides to, to, to see good and to believe and uh, to, to forgive. Uh, one action per person, it's, at the end, it can become a, a big cloud of uh, positivity and uh, the world can be changed. So I, I, I think I didn't want to be, to be part of what I have seen. And what I have gone through, and I decided that I wanted to, to make to contribute to a better world in my way, uh, with the people I meet, <laughs> with uh, every action I can take, and to do my best. I believe that there are so many people in the world like yourself. Who is making this amazing podcast? Uh, inviting people like me <laughs> to to share the story and to share our beliefs and um, to call, to put a, a stone, a small stone, to, to a better future of um, connecting back to the main and beautiful soul we we always have been. Mm this thread of 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 grief and of loss
1: of your father of your brother of your auntie of 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 your community of of the country that you knew and loved and the, and the multi layers of that of that of that loss and grief and also the very painful complicated way in which you were required to 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 mourn your father whose body you wasn't was not discovered until you were a teenager and how that was very difficult to kind of believe that he had he had he died. had died when you hadn't been able to that, go through the that was not easy to accept. It certainly must have framed your sense of permission to grieve fully when the whole nation was grieving in different in their own and different ways too, you know, and, and, and do you feel you are finding space to be able to have that permission to to, to, to process the loss is your own that loss is your own loss
2: I used to to get caught in in the fact that because the entire country went through those uh, horror that i don't have the right to feel bad mm. for myself because having been lucky enough, having the love I had from my family that uh, was very very helpful. Uh, I kept comparing my uh, what uh, my pain uh, to to others. I have seen growing growing up, and I could not um, grieve myself. I was like, "You don't have the right to, to be mm-hmm. sad. You don't have the right to to be, yeah, uh, to, to feel to feel pain." But I just realized that you cannot compare. Some people will never grieve, mm. and uh, that that's a tragedy that happened to to humanity, to our country, and others will. And uh, then, uh, where is my place uh, in all of that? Mm. I had to to take time to if I want to help others in a certain way I have to help myself first <laughs>
1: <laughs> So Sonia there's there's a really really beautiful moment in your in your memoir um where you just des- where you describe the moment that you you first stepped onto a catwalk runway and the curtains and you, and you and you said The feeling of being there, and this is when I believe you were in Belgium by this point. He said it was as if for the first time the curtains were pulled back on a room that you didn't know had any windows. And for the first time you saw a sunset and that you felt entirely present, possibly for the first time in your life.
2: Yes. (laughs) I wonder if
1: you could just tell us a little bit more about that.
2: It was a moment of wonder. I I didn't think that kind of feeling can exist. How can I d- describe it? For the first time in my life, I just was there. I was there. I was not in my past. I was not anxious about the future. I was not the... Uh, I, did, I didn't feel the weight of my life on the shoulder. I didn't... It was like everything was at um, the right place at the right time. Everything was aligned. I did feel that it was a kind of epiphany. I I had the feeling and that became for me a reference of um, how to feel good and to feel aligned is about... (laughs) So what I always think, uh, if even if you have something small that makes you feel good, if it's going to the park or uh, traveling to Greece, just hold on that because this that's going to be a reference for you to, you, you are going to walk towards that feeling, your entire life, you, you have something to compare and that's something that being on the podium uh, brought uh, me being there and uh um leaving the weight of my, my 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 story behind seeing all the those photographers and all those lights very impressive and uh, feeling that every kind of dream could become true could come true uh-huh, i just realized that everything is possible and uh that was a a big door open to say no matter what you have gone through you can make it (laughs) you can do something you can be happy you can find a way yeah it was amazing
1: (laughs) it was incredible such an such an unbelievably moving moment in the book and and just that image of of the curtains being pulled back and 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 the sun. Yes, seeing pours- yes.
2: this. Yes, <laughs> it's also if you are dr- drowning and you just pull your head out- outside the water and you you just breathe like wow wow you feel free because before you didn't know how to be free is it's it's an incredible feeling. <laughs> Sonia.
1: I mean, I don't really need to ask you this question, but, you know, it's it's, it's, <laughs> it's, a, human, it's, a, hu- it's a human tradition.
2: Sonia, what does courage feel like? I, I cannot tell. <laughs> that. That's a very, a very difficult question. They, they, I cannot find words. It's beyond words. So. You know what? I think that's right. I think courage is beyond words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think is You mind. wake up and, and you do it. Mm. It's um, I believe it's in the divine order. Everything is together. You're in the right place at the right time. And uh, just, it's um, a moment of grace. Grace, Yeah, a moment of grace. Um, courage is a moment of grace. Yes. Write that up on my wall. <laughs> <laughs> from it is. <laughs> wow. it
1: is. If there was anybody in the world that you would want to be proud of you and they can be living or they can be or they can be passed away,
2: who would that be? Oh there are many. There are so many. There are, oh wow. Um yeah. I do love Iman. Iman. She's, uh, for me, she's a representation of uh, elegance and beauty, and um, um, she has something that um, not everybody has, and I think she will always uh, have it. She just came from far, and she she's just her being there. She's a queen, so she does inspire me. I look um, up to her a lot. Awesome. Awesome answer. <laughs> <The> <laughs> goddess. Um she's great. Yeah, she absolutely three. Absolutely three. That's what I'm <laughs> I love that. She's a queen, she's a goddess. Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah. So Sonia, as we move to the end of this unbelievably special time with you, um, in true human fashion we will play out with a song. Uh, that you would like to dedicate to our conversation and so what will that song be and and tell us a little bit why so
2: yes the the song I would like to de- uh, dedicate to our um, conversation today is uh, Scorpion's uh, Wind of Change I I think it does uh, resonate a lot with um, with the mood I I was in when I, I started to write and um most of the time, the story of um, having hope and uh, finding uh, an artistic way to 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 bring a message uh, out here and the lyrics as well. And I love the melody. <laughs> I love that
1: song. Perfect. Well, here we have it. Scorpions, Winds of Change. Sonia Gisa, we love you. Thank you for... Everything you are, everything that you do, and for this incredible time we've had with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Thank you for having with me. All our love. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kisses, love, thank love you. you. <laughs> I follow the Moscow, down to Konkyo Park listening to the wind of change. A summer night Soldiers passing by Listening to the wind Of change
1: thank you all so much for listening if you'd like to rate review and subscribe to us on your podcast app then please do and you know the score five stars please if you'd like to come and say hello on instagram and you can find me and all things human podcast related at this is jess mills this podcast was created and hosted by me jess mills with creative co-production by bonnie and produced by joel porter at dot dot dot